Welcome to Faithful Film Fanatic, where today I'm going to review the film Mad Max 3 Beyond Thunderdome, which was released in 1985. I love the Thunderdome scene in this film. The film felt apocalyptic for the first time in the series. This film has some good action sequences, but I did have problems with the characters again in this film, and the overall story. I will, however, say that I actually enjoyed this film more than the first two being Mad Max in 1979 and The Road Warrior released in 1981. I would just like to start out by telling you the things in this film to look forward to that made the film overall a lot more fun to watch. The first being the Thunderdome scene. Personally, my favorite part of the film. Getting to see characters fight in a fun, intense, unusual I have never seen it done like this before way. I was glued to the television for the 10 minutes in this film that it's just this one really long fight. This fight alone made this film unique and stand out and allow it to have something unique to offer. There were other action sequences in this film and car chases in this film, but none of them came even close to what George Miller shows in the Thunderdome. I really felt like George Miller has learned a lot for, from his mistakes he made in the previous films. I didn't really buy it or believe that this world, the story, was apocalyptic in the previous films, but George Miller changed things up quite a bit in this one. Everything from little details like the vehicles, uh, marketplace, the way people are talking to each other, the town, Barter Town. I believed it. The costumes offered variety. It wasn't the same costume for everyone. And it didn't feel like I was watching someone's weird sexual fantasy unlike the last one. I really enjoyed that aspect. I enjoyed how he tried to make every little detail feel like apocalyptic as much as he knew how to. And that made the film overall more enjoyable for me. More bare to watch it. But I don't understand what George Miller is trying to do or tell through these characters. Just like time and time again, I don't understand. This is the third time in this world that there really isn't much to offer through these characters that he's written for us. There is no character development or growth of any kind in any of these characters. The two characters in this film, I couldn't understand their importance were Jedediah portrayed by Bruce Spence and Jedediah Jr. portrayed by Adam Cockburn. Throughout the film, they have very, very, very short brief moments when the camera is focused on them. They serve no purpose in this film or the story of this film other than in, in the ending. But what they did in the ending was so insignificant, it didn't make them special. Anyone could have done what they did. Any characters could have done what they did. It just felt like the writer said, okay, well, we want to do it these, this way with these people, so deal with it. And I just didn't understand. Some scenes of Max seemed really out of his character. Through these three movies, we don't really know a whole lot about these characters. We have very, very general basic knowledge of Max because George Miller doesn't do a very good job of showing you these characters inside and out. But just from the little bit we know of him, it felt like 
Max was being rewritten in this movie. Like he, even though he was supposed to be one character, he did things that just didn't line up with his character in the previous films. And I, I didn't understand. I don't want to spoil anything for anyone who hasn't seen this film before. So I'm just going to try to be as generic about this film as possible. But in a scene, Max is unwilling to kill so-and-so and so-and-so, who are both villains in this film. It doesn't really go with his character or the story very well, and it just felt weird. I had a lot more respect for the 1981 Road Warrior because it had a story, and it stuck to it. This film had no main story. I felt like I was watching a bunch of sub-stories, a bunch of short stories in one movie. An example of what I'm talking about is the beginning of this film, Mel Gibson comes to his city for supplies. He has nothing to trade, so he makes a deadly trade to kill a man for a wealth of supplies. Then he is sent to a desert to what I assume is meant to be to his death. Then kids come rescue him, which really felt unnecessarily and weird. There really wasn't a big connection from one story to the next. The story overall didn't flow together. Everything in this film, except the first 30 minutes, felt unnecessary to me and a waste of time. Something I had read about was the writers behind this film was trying to make this film a Mad Max meets The Lord of Flies. And I didn't think, and if that was the goal of this film, I didn't think it did a good job. Because the way the kids in this film were written, they weren't really the main focus. They were kind of weird and out of place, in my opinion. And I didn't understand what purpose they gave to the story. Like I said, again, just watching a bunch of sub stories. There was no main one picture story that everything flew together. So that just made it really confusing. I didn't know what George Miller was trying to say. This film, I would recommend. Just for the Thunderdome scene alone. I would love your opinion and your feedback about this film. If you have seen it. If you haven't, please watch it and tell me your thoughts. If you have any films you would love me to review, message me at Terry Roy on Facebook and TikTok, RedHunter underscore 16 on Instagram, Faithful Film Fanatic on Twitter. Please tell your friends about me. I am now available to listen to on not only Spotify, but on CastBox, Stitcher, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts. My goal is to, in the next six months, also be available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Audible, Luminary, Podbean, and Laughable. Thank you so much for your support and listening to me. I hope you all have a great day. God bless you all.